righty, so we are doing this evening a uh, kind of a reaction video, but not a normal what you think of when you say reaction video. Um, so I've done one before from this channel called Jubilee. I think they put out some interesting content, and I will say from the stuff I've seen of them so far, it's been a very mixed bag, whether or not they get somebody that actually represents uh, Christianity well or not. Um, I think we're going to see that <laughs> in this video. Um, but uh, Aubrey and I are going to jump in and we're going to watch this. This is the question, do all Christians think the same? And uh, it's a video type they have called Spectrum, where basically they have... Um, it's a big room and they've got these lines set up and they'll make a statement or ask a question. And depending on where you are on either side of that statement, you go either all the way to one side or all the way to the other side or somewhere in the middle. Like maybe you're in the middle, but you kind of lean more a little bit this way or you kind of lean more a little bit this way. Um, so that that's kind of sets up, you know, what the video is going to be. Um, I also will put a link to the original video in the description. I, I try to keep as much of the original video in just for context, but um, for time's sake, if there's a large part where it's just the video and we're not really adding anything to it, I may cut it down. Um, but either way, I'll have the link to the video in the description. Um, before we get started, Aubrey, any uh, any cool or fascinating or interesting updates or anything you want to throw out there or comments you want to throw out there beforehand? Well, we can answer the, do you think all Christians think the same? I ah. think if you are a true Christian, you're going to believe what the Bible says. <laughs> so I think you should at least be on somewhat of the same page of right. your beliefs. Um, so do I think they should? Yes. If you don't question your salvation. So I'll, if it I'll, contradicts I'll, the Bible, you should question your salvation. <laughs> I'll say, and this is where we kind of get into the topic of, and I don't, I have watched this video before, but it's been a while since I've seen it. So I don't remember the, the questions or statements that they've, they say, but this kind of falls back to on the topic of what is a primary issue, secondary issue, or tertiary issue. Um, so a, a tertiary issue or a third level issue would be something that if, if you and I disagree on, we can still go to the same church, we can still fellowship together and have no issues whatsoever, and I would still consider you a, a brother or a sister. A secondary issue is something where I would still consider you a brother or a sister, but we may have a large enough difference in our theology that it would be difficult for us to fellowship together at the same church on a regular basis. Um, an example of this mm -hmm. would be um, a, uh, oh, there's a lot of Calvinists that I like that I would consider brothers that are cessationists. They don't believe the gifts of the spirit for today. I think they're wrong. I think the Bible explicitly teaches that they're wrong, but I wouldn't say that their salvation is in jeopardy because anything that's required for salvation, they hit those marks. I just think they're in error on that doctrine. And then a primary issue 
is something where you are outside of the camp of Christianity. Um, no matter how much you say you're a Christian, no matter how much you think you're a Christian, this would be, there's a lot of Mormons that try to throw themselves into saying that they're a Christian. They're not. Uh, their beliefs contradict core doctrine, core teaching of Christianity. And so they are outside of what we would call orthodoxy, basically. Um, so there's, there's kind of different levels to this. And I would say if it's a primary issue, yes, 100%, you have to be in agreement or you're not a Christian. <coughs> um, I think there's some secondary issues that are important, but I wouldn't put them on the same level as like a salvation or something like that. Um, and then tertiary issues there, again, all, all theology, all doctrines important. Um, but I, so uh, uh, real quick story, and I won't mention any names. When, uh, when we were looking at moving to Georgia, um, we weren't sure where we we're going to go to church. Um, and so I had reached out to a, a local pastor down here. I had heard about him and his church and I didn't really get a whole lot of what they believe from their website. And so I just reached out to him on Facebook and said, Hey, I got some questions. And so I, one of my asks was, um, are they, oh, uh, I don't know what it was something about, uh, what kind of a specific question with theology or doctrine or something like that. Um, and his response was, we don't teach man-made doctrine. We teach the Bible, which I would say, okay, but that's kind of a cop-out answer because if you teach anything, you're teaching man-made doctrine because all doctrine is man taking the Bible and making a, a guess at what it means or, or breaking down and understanding what it means. Um, and I would say every denomination of Christianity believes that they, they are preaching a hundred percent the truth. Um, and all of them are probably actually wrong that it's not a hundred percent the truth, but, um, uh, no. So this is something, not all Christians do believe the same and that's fine. Um, as long as it's not a primary issue, as long as it's not about salvation, uh, I don't have an issue calling you a brother or sister. I don't think that you're in jeopardy of going to hell or anything like that. But alrighty, without any further ado, I will go ahead and get started. And then we're just going to pause at each question. Uh, I think they will give like a little description of what's going on too. Do all Christians think the same? Suggested by Wiconic. Probably not, but let's find out. Stick around till the end, enjoy the episode. You're like, well, I wanna love who I wanna love. There's that attraction. It's like, where do you draw the line? I'm a grown man, I like little boys. That is we not go the by same how we, You know that's not the same I know thing. you don't agree with that, and I know that it is the same. Also add is. real quick that what I've seen that you believe, they're not afraid to throw out like hot topic questions, difficult questions. And they do, I think, do a good job of giving screen time to every view and not intentionally editing, editing it to where a non-popular view just looks bad. Um, they, it, I think they do a good job of, of actually showing what each person thinks and believes. I like Christian music. Do you want to take this one first? You want me to? I love um, I can take it first. 
I love Christianity. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it depends what it is. That's kind of a broad question. Um, if it is not, I mean, if it's glorifying Jesus and it is worship unto him, of course I love it. <laughs> but obviously if it goes against doctrine that I believe, but it's considered Christian music because there is some of that out there. I'm, no, I don't like it. <laughs> but otherwise, like our point is to to worship the Lord. <laughs> so of course yeah. I love Christian music. Um, that is glorifying unto him, of course. So this kind of falls into, um, so there's a, uh, a YouTuber, um, I've been talking with a good bit. Um, uh, the channel's called the act podcast and, uh, his name's Donovan. He's actually recently gotten on a lot of, uh, Christian rappers and, um, he's, him and I have been talking about like random messages and comments and stuff like that that we get, but he's actually talked about how, and he's, he shared this publicly already. So I don't think he would have an issue with me sharing it, but there have been people who comment on his videos about the Christian rappers and be like, you know, Hey, like you're promoting the Illuminati. And I, I mean, stuff like that, like very clearly, they're not at all watching the conversation that's taking place. They're not at all familiar with these people's music. I've actually gone and listened to some of their music and it's very clearly, if you look at the lyrics, it is glorifying God. Um, now it may not be typical church music, but I don't think there's anything wrong with it not being typical church music. Um, I mean, Christianity has been at the center of art for a long time. Uh, even religion in general has been at the center of art for a long time. And so Christian music, there's, there's some Christian music I don't like. Um, I'll be honest. I'm not a huge fan of like the old, like Southern gospel type music. I don't really like hymns. Um, and oh, I so love I, love I, I, <laughs> I, I like, I like the theology in hymns, but I don't like the sound of hymns. Um, there's been some hymns that I've heard like redone that I like, but when it comes to stuff like that, I'm not a huge fan of. Um, and that's just, it's, it's a hundred percent about taste. Um, then you look at somebody like, uh, Oh, <clears throat> I'll throw, I'll throw skillet out there. Cause they're one that I like a lot and they're Christian. They're actually uh Calvinist. Um, but what, I said not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> yeah, see, this is where it said not all I'm Christians think the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you think it like that. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's one I like, but their their genre of music is more in line with the genre of music I like. But they've got a song uh, called Comatose, and it is literally about he does not even want to get up and try to try to live without, without having God. Um, it's a lyric, uh, the chorus, I don't want to live. I don't want to breathe unless I feel you next to me. Uh, and it just, I mean, the, the entire song is, is about this idea. And so um, I'll, I'll plug skillet and John Cooper all day. Cooper stuff, another really good podcast. You should go check out. 
I disagree with him on some stuff. Like I said, he's a Calvinist, um, but he he knows his theology, especially for being a rock star. It will surprise you the level of theology he is familiar with, theological topics he's familiar with, and the depth he's familiar with. But so Christian music, and I think you can kind of see, I'll go ahead and jump back here to the screen, but uh, you can kind of see this lady's face. <coughs> this is right after, oh, come on, if it's going to share there, right after they asked the question, I like Christian music, you can see the face that she's making. So I think she's kind of in her mind instantly going to like really crappily made Christian music. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what they say. We'll see where they go, what they say, and then we'll probably have some comments to throw on at the end. So. Some Christian music is good, and some of it is lame. But that's the same <laughs> with like any kind yeah, of music. Yeah, any genre of music is so. the same way. I have to be like in a certain setting or a certain mind state to listen to it. I kind of agree that some is good and some is bad, but I kind of feel like 60 to 70 percent of it is not good <laughs> or like exciting. But maybe I'm kind of traumatized because I could only listen to Christian music when I was a kid. Yeah, so I'm now saying. I'm like. <laughs> That's relatable. <laughs> yeah, that might be a part of it. Kind of ended up saying pretty much the same thing that we did. Um, I know there's a whole lot more we want to add on. Do you have anything else you want to throw on? You good? All right. We'll get right back at it. And now they're jumping straight into uh, some of the more difficult questions. Or I guess, uh, I don't know if I want to say controversial. I don't feel like that's the right word, but all right, here we go. I've doubted my beliefs. I guess I could have just kept it minimized. Um, all right, I'll take this one first. <clears throat> um, so this kind of comes down to the whole idea of faith. Um, and recently I've, I've actually been in a discussion, me and Aubrey were talking about it right before we started recording, but I've been in a discussion with someone online they commented on a reel of ours and it started off about faith. And I, I believe they had a misconception of what biblical faith is. They're an atheist. Uh, I, I think they're an atheist, maybe agnostic, but they're, they're not a Christian. Um, and so we've been having conversation back and forth and I can't really blame them for having a misconception of what faith is because I think most Christians have a misconception of what faith actually is. Um, so there's the term blind faith that is thrown around in church all the time. Uh, it's thrown around outside of church all the time. It's normally brought up as athe by atheists as a knock on Christianity. But this, this idea of blind faith is not what we see in the Bible. Um, so the, the word that we translate to faith in the Greek, um, I can spell it for you. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it right. I think it's correct, but it's pistis. And this is more along the lines of a belief based on evidence or past experience. Um, so this would be like if I go to get on a plane, I trust that the plane is going to uh, fly. and I'm going to make my destination based on the fact that I've seen planes fly before. I understand the basic physics of it. And we've talked about this a little bit already on, on some previous episodes. 
Um, but it's not just the, hey, I have absolutely no reason to believe this, but I'm going to believe it anyways. So back to the question, I, I have doubted my beliefs. There have been times where I've had a thought pop in and I, I maybe question if this is right. But I'll be honest, the more I dig into the word, the less frequent that is. And even when it does happen, even now I may have a thought and it's like maybe like a couple seconds. Um, and the reason why it goes away so quickly is because I've looked into the evidence. I've done the research. And I don't hold this belief just because that's what my parents believe or just because I was born and raised in America or, um, you know, any other reason like that. It's because the, in my opinion, looking at the evidence, the most likely explanation for everything is that there is a creator and the most likely scenario of, of a creator existing is the Christian God, um, based on evidence, based on logic and reason. So I think it's normal to doubt your beliefs sometimes, especially as you're just really getting into it. Um, and it's becoming your actual belief and not just something that you have from somebody else. Um, but Aubrey, go ahead. I'll let you take over. Um, let's see. Um, I would say, uh, actually was just talking the other day to, uh, to Jess about um, when I gave my life to the Lord. And I was like, you know, I was raised in church. So like, I was just always raised to be like, okay, this is what you believe based on like what my parents told me to believe. And if it really came down to it, when according to scripture, Jesus says like, if he's not your first love, which is your priority, uh, as he said to the church of Ephesus, like, um, then you're not saved per se. Cause he said he had removed their lampstand from the church in revelation too. So when it comes down to it, I gave my life, my senior year of high school really is when I really fell in love with Jesus. And I would say he became my first love. And when I look at it before that moment in my life, did I question my belief? Oh, 100%. I questioned it actually a lot growing up. I questioned why I believe what I believe, was it real, all the things. Um, and I would have considered myself saved at that point. Um, but really, when I really met Jesus, uh, there's something, when I was in ministry school, Pastor Mark Julianos, he always said, uh, salvation is a face-to-face -face encounter with God. Now, obviously not you face to face with God in that manner, but it's, it's an encounter with the Lord. That's what salvation is. And, um, it's you choosing to accept him at that point and, uh, and surrendering everything to him. So if we look at it from that manner, I don't think I, I can't say that I've ever questioned since that point. Cause I think when I look back, I'm like, no, I know I met him. And, uh, for me, it doesn't take a lot of logic and reasoning. I'm not that type of thinker. <laughs> I'm very much, I know it happened to me, and so I believe it, and I've never doubted it from that point. Um, but I know other people are more logic, you know, and reason. And so I, I, I'm i not going to say, like, you can't doubt if you're saved. Like, I'm, that's, I don't think that determines salvation at all. But for me personally, 
since I can say that I gave my life to Jesus, I can't say that I ever doubted it. All right. So this would be one that we're, I mean, I, we're definitely both still at the same end, but we'd be on different lines. Okay, let's see what they say. I have doubted my beliefs. Three, two, one, go. I mean, I'm gay. I'm from like a little town in Texas. It's difficult to not question your faith because you're told that gay people can't be Christians or Christians can only follow these certain uh, rules that are set out. So for me, when I started to grow and to get a relationship with Christianity myself is whenever my faith became stronger, but it was definitely difficult and I'm still really going through that right now. There were things that I felt like I was born knowing that God loved me and that God was good. And then when I came into the church a little bit later, there were some beliefs, because um, I'm queer, so that people were just like, this is what it is, and you can't be this, and like, this is not da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But the reason I'm in this line is because I never felt that from God. I still felt like he loves me. I don't know. Do, I mean, do you have anything you want to throw onto their comments? Um, I don't really feel like I have a whole lot to add on to, to what they've already said. I think they kind of touched on some no, similar. No, not really. Yeah, I mean, they touched on some similar, similar um, thoughts that we did. You know, as far as like, uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but he was the first one to talk. But he made the comment about when he really started having a relationship of his own those questions started popping up and, and things like that, which I think is normal. Um, especially if you're raised in a, a Christian family as both of us were, um, both you and I were raised as pastor's kids too, even, even beyond that. And so that was something where, and I won't speak for you necessarily on this. I, I think that yours was probably similar, but it's almost like you're not allowed to question it. Like you're not allowed to have those thoughts. You're not allowed to. And so you just have to just, I mean, go along, act like it's all good, even if it's not. Um, and I'm not necessarily saying like from our family or our parents or anything like that, but um, there's definitely, once you really start digging in and looking at the stuff for yourself, there's going to be questions that pop up. Uh, even now, I think more of my default is if something pops up that I don't know, how to reconcile with <clears throat> my Christian faith. My, my go-to isn't, okay, well, this must be discrediting my Christian faith. My go-to is, okay, I must have misunderstood something or I must have misread something or my thinking here must be off. There, there's probably a way. And that's what I found is anytime a question has come up that has um, kind of maybe shook or, or, I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, rattled my Christian faith in any way. It's more of just my understanding of that topic maybe wasn't the best. And so I've gone and I've looked at it and now I see how it actually does fit in with a Christian worldview. Um, you got anything else? Ready to move on to the, the tough question? Yeah. <laughs> All righty.